0: Welcome to the Adventure Sports Podcast, brought to you by 180 TAC. Get out there and have some fun. Hello and welcome to the Adventure Sports Podcast. This is your host, Kurt Linville. This is a special edition weekend mini program for you today. Now, if you're new to the show... A weekend mini program is a show that we do periodically, and it's not like our Monday, Wednesday, Friday show that we bring to you every Monday, Wednesday, Friday where we interview amazing guests, authors, adventure sports enthusiasts about a variety of adventure sports. Rather, the weekend mini edition is when we bring you special information about the Adventure Sports Podcast, and we like to give you tips and tricks for ways where you can get out there and have some fun. Today's show is on a concept that I like to call the quarter mile camp. It's really exciting. It opens up um, natural areas to people that maybe don't have as much time. Maybe it's people that don't have as much gear. Maybe it's people that have limited experience or people with young children that want to try camping, but they're not quite up to a full length backpacking trip. This is a fun quarter mile camp concept I'll get right back to that in a minute, but first, let me give you an update about the show. We launched the Adventure Sports Podcast on February the 28th of this year, and March was an amazing month for us. We were so pleased with the really solid downloads, the warm reception that you, the listeners, gave us in March. It was really heartwarming, but the real story is April. In April, we had over 300% growth month over month. And we know why. This is because you, the listener, told your friends about the Adventure Sports Podcast. Please keep up the great work. Tell all your friends about the Adventure Sports Podcast. Word of mouth is the very best way that we can grow this show. And we are looking forward to bringing you this show for many years to come, full of all the wonderful content, wonderful guests about Adventure Sports. But for that dream to become a reality, we need you to help us. Get the word out about the show. There are some other things that you can do that would help the show. If you go to our website, adventuresportspodcast.com, there you can click a link to email us. And we would really like to get to know you a little bit. We'd also like the opportunity for you to get to know us a little bit. We won't abuse your email address. We send out email updates, oh, maybe once a week, just a, a summary about the show. And you can always unsubscribe if you would like. But the most beneficial thing for us is if you use email to let us know what you love about the show, new topics that you would like to hear, adventure sports that we've not covered yet, perhaps. Maybe you know some people that you think would be great on the show. Please let us know. Also, maybe there is something about the show that you don't think really works all that well. If so, let us know. We'll change it. Listen, this show is about you, it's about you, the listener. And we want to make sure that we're providing you the style of show and the type of content that you really enjoy. So your feedback is very valuable to us, and I thank you in advance for that. Also, we have now set up a new hotline. On our website, you can find information on the left-hand side, adventuresportspodcast.com, where you can dial in to our Adventure Sports Podcast number and leave us your adventure story you can be on the Adventure Sports Podcast. You'll have 10 minutes there where you can tell us about some amazing experiences that you had in your sport. Maybe you have some buddies you'd like to get together on a conference call and share the stories together, however you would like to do it. Our plan is to put these stories together for future weekend mini-editions so you can be on the Adventure Sports Podcast. Perhaps you would like to be a guest on our standard Monday, Wednesday, Friday show. If so, then email us. Let us know a little bit about yourself and what your adventure sport is, and we'll see if we can work that out too. There are a couple of other ways that you can help. If you go to adventuresportspodcast.com, then you can leave comments on every single show. Let us know what you liked about the show. Let us know what you didn't like. Ask questions. One of the purposes of the Adventure Sports Podcast is connecting people. And it's really important for people that want to try sports to have other people that maybe know more about the sport that can provide advice and encouragement about how to get into an adventure sport. Please leave comments there. Connect with us on email. And we are building the Adventure Sports Podcast community just for this reason. Also, if you go to iTunes, there you can subscribe, you can rate the show, and you can leave us a review. This is very valuable as it helps to uh, bump us up in the iTunes search engine so new people can find out more about the show. Thank you for all that you've done already, and thank you in advance for what you're doing in the future to help our show to grow so we can continue to bring you the adventure sports that you love. Now... Quarter Mile Camp. This is not a crazy new idea, but it's something that very few people do. And it really opens up nature to you. So here's the Quarter Mile Camp idea. First, I'm going to tell you what it's not. When you drive to a trailhead and there's that wooden sign there that says 3.5 miles to Wonder Lake, and then you strap on the pack and you hike that 3.5 miles down that hard pack trail. And you get to Wonder Lake, and sure, it's a beautiful lake, but maybe there's nowhere left to camp because so many other people went to that destination. Or maybe you do find a place to camp, but you find that it's just hard-packed dirt, scattered ashes, overused fire pits, that the biodiversity is somewhat lacking. It's just obvious that too many people have gone to Wonder Lake. Well, that is not what the quarter-mile camp is about, And I'm not knocking destination backpacking. It can be a lot of fun. But there's an alternative to that. The alternative is quarter mile camp. Like I mentioned earlier, what's beautiful about a quarter mile camp is you don't even have to have a backpack. You don't have to have a lot of expensive gear. You don't have to have as much experience. It's fantastic for um, families with children because they can be within a quarter mile of the car. And if you're pushing the season a little bit, It's a good idea to stay closer to the car in case you need to get out of a storm of some sort. The quarter-mile camp is really simple. Forest service areas all over the nation have a variety of different rules about their particular jurisdiction, their particular part of the forest that they're taking care of. But all of them, as part of their charter, are finding ways for these public lands to be accessible to the public for public enjoyment. That's what the Forest Service is all about. So the rules that they have for camping are, in most areas, now you need to check with your local jurisdiction to make sure, but in most areas the rules for camping are, don't camp within 200 feet of a trail, don't camp within 200 feet of water. That's it. What that means is that there are millions upon millions of acres of Forest Service land that are available to you to camp on. All you have to do are to obey those simple rules. So find a forest access road. Drive up the forest access road to a a place where you can safely pull off and park off the road in a pullout, and then hike, not on a trail, but respectfully hike perpendicular to the road for about a quarter mile, 10 minutes into the woods, and you will find pristine areas that perhaps no human has seen for scores of years or more. The last people there may have been prospectors or or Native Americans. These areas have biodiversity. They have wildlife. They have nature as it can be when it's not overused and abused. Please, when you're hiking off trail, follow some simple rules. One, don't hike single file. Don't be a mule train, You're right? Don't follow the person in front of you. Instead, spread out hike parallel to each other, don't trample down the vegetation, rather step under it, move through it lightly, step on rocks when you can, and try to avoid crushing plants that may have a difficult time recovering. So if you do that, you won't create any new trails, you won't leave any permanent scars on the land, and when you find your campsite, then be careful about where you pitch your tent, and I would encourage you not to build new fire rings. You might find a 100-year-old fire ring there that you could use, but even better, take a 180 stove and an ash pan in with you. They only weigh very, very little, and you can enjoy a beautiful campfire, a nice, contained, safe campfire. You can cook on it. You can do your marshmallows. You can grill on it if you want to carry in some steaks, and that's one beautiful thing about the quarter-mile camp. You can carry your ice chest in with whatever you want in it, but please pack it out when you go. Leave it better than you found it. By doing this, you relieve the pressure on the overused and abused areas, and you start enjoying parts of the forest that, like I said, are somewhat pristine, just beautiful. You can do it with less time, less gear. So quarter-mile camps are really a great alternative to car camping. Those areas are always overused and abused, and also, they are fantastic alternatives to the long backpack destination trip. So, try quarter-mile camping. Another thing about these areas, we don't want to feed nature. And what I mean by that is feeding the wildlife is really dangerous for the wildlife. If they become too familiar, too accustomed to being fed by humans, then for one, they start seeking out human food, which is not healthy for them, but for 2 They can become dangerous, and when that happens, then the wildlife department has to get involved. Like they say, a fed bear is a dead bear, so let's take care of the animals by not feeding them, and one of the best ways to do that is to store your food properly when you're camping. The show is brought to you by 180TAC, and 180TAC is the manufacturer and seller of backpacking and emergency products. That can help you in a variety of ways. I already mentioned the 180 stove. There's also a product called the Bearline Plus. The Bearline allows you to suspend food between trees 15 feet off the ground. Animals just can't easily get to it at all, and that keeps the animals from getting into your pack or your ice chest and, and having a little feast, which is dangerous for them and dangerous for you. But the bear line is not just the bear line, it's a bear line plus, and the plus is about the utility system. Let me rewind here just a little bit and explain why the bear line plus is unique and what this utility system is all about. First, the bear line plus is comprised of a cordura safety throw bag that allows you to put a weight in the bag and throw a line over a high tree limb without a brock, you know, bouncing out of a a bad knot and hitting you in the head, which uh, actually is pretty common occurrence when you're trying to throw a rope over a tree limb. The bag also serves as its own carrying case, and inside of the bag, there is 130 feet of 550 paracord in two lengths, one 80 foot length, this is the part that goes between two trees up high. And then there's also a 50-foot length, and this is used in the middle of the cord to suspend your load, whether that's food or a backpack or some other type of gear that you need to get out of harm's way. To suspend these things, there are two climbing-rated carabiners that you can use with the drop line to make a block and tackle system. So I don't know if you've ever tried to throw a line over a tree limb and then drag, oh, even 20 pounds up into a tree. It's not easy to do because of the friction between the line and the tree limb. In addition to that, the line cuts the tree limb and does some damage there. And third, animals climb trees. And when they get on that tree limb, they have access to whatever it is that you hauled up into the tree. So first, you can put your cross line into the trees with no load on it so you don't damage the trees. Then you can use the two carabiners to make a block and tackle system and suspend your load in the middle of the lines away from the animals, and that way you have a nearly friction-free system where you can lift very heavy loads into uh, the height that you need. So that's how you suspend food. However, the block and tackle system with the carabiners, also allows you to move lots of heavy objects that you might need to move. They're good for dragging a canoe, for instance, up an embankment, or perhaps even uh, as a motorcycle recovery system to help get a motorcycle up an embankment. There are literally hundreds of uses for this cordage system. Anything that you would use paracord for, you can use this for as well, but we specifically put it together so that people could put heavier loads up in trees away from the animals without damaging the tree and without having to fight that friction over the tree limb. So just a quick recap, the Cordura bag is a safety bag that allows you to put a weight in it and throw your line over the trees. The carabiners provide a nearly friction-free surface so you can lift heavier loads without cutting into tree limbs. And the 550 paracord rated up to 550 pounds can be used to uh, move heavy loads and suspend heavy loads safely. All of this comes together in a package that costs less than you could piece it together yourself if you went to go buy the individual parts. And what's more, it's just as easy as clicking on 180 tackcom and ordering it. You'll receive it in just a few days, and you'll be good to go with your BearLine Plus. And a quick recap on the quarter-mile camp idea. It opens up millions of acres of public lands to you for camping, where you can camp where the the land hasn't been overused and abused. You can do so respectfully and carefully. You can enjoy nearly pristine areas and you can do it in less time with less gear, better for kids, better for adverse weather conditions. So there you have it, folks. This has been another weekend mini edition of the Adventure Sports Podcast. And be sure to join us on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays for the full-length podcast where we interview amazing adventure sports guests. Thank you very much for your time today, and until the next show, get out there and have some fun.